Hey guys, are you planning a wedding for 2021 or 2022? If so, did you know that just like there are shortages happening everywhere from Chick-fil-A sauce to oil and gas, there are also shortages happening here in the wedding industry from hotel rooms to linens to chairs, anything. So how do you deal with this? This episode with Catherine Frost of Oro Planner is going to help you figure out how to avoid these situations and what to do if it does happen to you. Guys, I really love chatting with Catherine. She had amazing statistics and advice to share that will help you navigate this crazy time that we're in, which is probably going to be around for a little while, probably going into 2022. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. You're listening to Ask the Planner. I'm your host, Desiree Adams owner of Verve Event Co., a company whose mission is to help couples enjoy planning the contemporary, sophisticated wedding they've always imagined. Together with other wedding industry experts, we reveal the crucial details and industry secrets that will help you plan and enjoy your flawless heirloom occasion. So pop your favorite champagne because we have a wedding to plan. Hey guys, it's Desiree. Before we get to today's episode, I wanted to thank the sponsors of our podcast. The first sponsor is Lovestream. Lovestream is a one-way, high-definition, high-quality way to stream your wedding and help your guests feel like they're part of the audience at your wedding, even if they're just sitting on their couch at home. They just click your personal URL and they're able to watch without logging in, downloading an app, or messing with their microphone or camera settings. It's designed to be as easy to use for your grandma as it is for all your techie friends. If you want to interact with your guests after your ceremony, Lovestream also offers a Zoom reception option. And for any of you all that are planning a destination wedding after the pandemic, they now offer all-inclusive live streaming destination wedding packages. I really like Lovestream because the platform is so easy to use for any size wedding. They also give you guys, the couples, plenty of attention and help. You can talk with their team and have a meeting before you buy, and they also have a live chat function on their website, which I think is awesome. Any website that has live chat is the best, and they'll answer any question you have before you book or even after. To get 10% off any Lovestream package, visit verveventco.com backslash lovestream and enter the code ASK10, that's A-S-K-10, for 10% off. Again, that's verveventco.com backslash lovestream and use our code ASK10 for 10% off any Lovestream virtual wedding package. The next sponsor of our podcast is Zola. Zola is the next generation of wedding registry, combining gifts, experiences, and cash funds all in one place. One of the things I love about Zola is that they seamlessly link your wedding website and registry. Also, after you set up your registry on Zola, they'll hold your gifts until you're ready to receive them. Maybe you live in the city in a small condo and don't have a ton of extra space like we did, or you're in the process of buying a home and don't want to move all of those gifts from your current place. Whatever it is, Zola won't send your packages until you're ready for them. And if you change your mind and don't want the gift, they make it super easy to get store credit and the gift giver will never know. No more driving to the store to get gift cards that you're going to forget anyways. Zola also makes group gifting super easy for bigger ticket items. 
Finally, Zola will give you 20% off any remaining gifts on your registry for six months after you say I do. This is way more than most other retailers who only let you use that kind of discount once. Zola lets you use it multiple times for six months. To start building your wedding website and registry, visit verveventco.com backslash Zola. The final sponsor of our podcast is another registry that my couples love, which is Honey Fund. Honey Fund helps couples realize their wedding and honeymoon dreams by allowing guests to contribute money towards once-in-a-lifetime experiences, down payments for your first home, and even your favorite charities, which I think is awesome. Guys, I say this all the time, but life is too short to waste it on moments without meeting. What better way to begin your life together as a newly married couple and the end of the pandemic than with the most amazing trip ever? My husband and I honeymooned in Italy and it is still one of our favorite experiences today and we've been married for almost 12 years. To get inspired and check out the most sought after honeymoon destinations, visit verveventco.com backslash honeyfund. And now on with today's episode. Welcome to today's episode of Ask the Planner. Today we're talking about how to navigate the 2021 wedding boom. If you haven't encountered it yet, then you surely will. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you should definitely listen to this episode so you're not caught off guard and scrambling at the last minute. The wedding boom is something I'm currently dealing with as a wedding planner with my clients, so I know many of you listening are also dealing with it too or you very well soon. So I obviously don't want to delay any longer. I'm so excited for this conversation with my guest. Catherine Frost is the founder and CEO of event planning software Oro, a tech platform for professional event planners to streamline their workflow for speed and productivity by consolidating all of the spreadsheets, binders, and contracts into one easy-to-use tool. Guys, that sounds awesome. After 10-plus years in the events industry, it became apparent the technology available to event professionals was lacking. In early 2019, Catherine assembled a team to help streamline the planning process and create a truly all-in-one platform to plan and manage events. Guys, I'm so excited to talk to Catherine, so please help me welcome her to the show. Catherine, thanks so much for joining me today. I can't wait to chat with you. Thank you for having me, Desiree. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Yay. Okay. So first, I like to start each episode getting to know our guests a little bit more so that everyone can know who you are. So I you know, I already read your bio at the top of the episode, but I'd love for you to tell our listeners in your own words a little bit more about you, how you got started, and what brought you to where you are today. Absolutely. So I actually started off planning big corporate events in Denver, Colorado, where we would shut down the street for major conferences and plan Mm -hmm. block parties. We got to do all kinds of fun themes for major companies. And so that was so much fun. But I really wanted to get more into our mountain towns. And so Mm -hmm. I launched my own luxury events company. And so I still kept some of the corporate events, but I really got into the weddings And I loved working with all of my couples and their families. So that was so much fun. And then I was getting to the point with so many events that I was wondering where my app was as a planner. And this digital age where everything is on an app, I was wondering where my app was. So I actually teamed up with my business partner and uh, the rest is history. (laughs) Oh, that's so awesome. It's so true. Like everyone has an app. 
for everything except for us. So I can't <laughs> wait to hear more about that. That's funny because I also started out planning meetings and conferences, like a 7,000-person annual meeting for political scientists, which is super sexy. It's as sexy as it sounds. And then I transitioned <laughs> to corporate and then weddings too. So we, I feel like we have a very similar journey. I love it. Awesome. Okay, so let's start with some background. You know, the title of our episode is How to Navigate the Wedding Boom. So can you tell us, for people that don't know what we're talking about when we say that, can you tell us what you mean by the wedding boom? Absolutely. We've seen this coming, especially since COVID shut down our world for just over a year now. And I know that the CDC just lifted everything over the weekend with masks, especially if everyone's vaccinated. But you have all the weddings that happened last year and corporate events that are now being pushed to 2021. And so mm-hmm. we know from friends, from family, that everyone kept pushing their events back and back and back. Well, now those events are no longer being pushed back. We also have all the people that were just engaged earlier this year that are mm-hmm. also trying to get married this year. Mm-hmm. And so we have this massive boom of a shortage in venues, caterers, and everyone else for mm-hmm. the 2 million people that were engaged this year, plus the 2 million that were engaged last year. Right. So we have right, exactly. many, many people trying to compete for the same events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I completely see that because it's, you know, people, it was nice, I think, last year to kind of slow down for us in the industry because we don't often slow down. But then we all knew, like, you better enjoy this summer because next year is going to be crazy and it's all going to come at the same time. So yeah, for sure. So, you know, going to our topic, what do you suggest people do if someone that you were excited to work with or a vendor that you've been stocking isn't available or if you're a planner and you have your group of people that you always love and and trust and they're not available too, like what do you suggest that people do about that? I think that we've all with all of the couples that have been planning their weddings for many years now, even before they were engaged, we all know that we are secretly those people with hidden Pinterest boards for years and years. You have been stalking these people. You've been finding the right venues and you've just been waiting for the right time. But now is the time when you might have to give in either on the date or the mm-hmm. maybe giving up that Saturday to get that dream mm-hmm. venue, to get that dream caterer. And so you're going to have to be more flexible. But also now mm-hmm. more than ever is the time to hire a wedding planner. I know a lot of brides and couples think that they can do it themselves or moms, but now is not the time to do that, mm-hmm. especially with hospitality being in the craze that it's mm-hmm. in. It's nice to have a planner who knows everyone, knows where they move to, and yeah. can get in touch with the people and yeah. make sure that their event <laughs> comes together the way that they actually want it to come together. I I completely agree. I mean, I feel like I thought that last year people, you know, having to go through the pandemic and have to deal with all of those issues, it really highlighted how helpful having a planner was because I think my couples were definitely much less stressed out because they're like, okay, we have someone that's driving the bus. We have someone that understands what's going on. Even if, if it was, even if it was still new to us, we're, you know, we're used to that problem solving and having to figure out, okay, if this is going to happen, what else, like what is our plan B, C, and D, and maybe even up to like Z because you just don't know. And then I think for sure, because we're planners, we have so many relationships with other vendors, knowing, 
you know, what the vendors are thinking, how they're handling situations. Also, just having a very wide network because we do have to know a lot of people. Yes, there's people that we work with, I think, often because they either match our style or whatever. But we're also, I think, if we're, you know, we're good planners, we're on the pulse of who are the new people that are coming into town or, you know, when somebody moves, where they, where else do they go? And, and yeah, just being a really good resource for couples. I completely, completely agree with what you're saying. Well, and also we have connections outside of the States too. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so you kind of forget that, that we know where to order things from. We know Mm -hmm. how to outsource all of that information. And so having a planner is just so crucial, especially Mm -hmm. this year. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And so you, something else that you touched on was staffing shortages with vendors and venues. You know, I've, I've talked to like my caterer friends and she's she's definitely has her eye on hiring catering staff for the upcoming season. But then she's like, you know, she's like, I don't know if about you, but I've definitely there's so much shifting going on in the restaurant scene because people were either laid off or they left or whatever. And so she's trying to figure out who her team is going to be. So can you explain more, you know, how the shifting and the staffing shortages that are happening at vendors? and venues could be impacting our couples and then the other wedding professionals. Absolutely. You nailed it though. Restaurants. I mean, that's the most Mm -hmm. easily relatable thing that we can all see currently is Mm -hmm. going to a restaurant and you see that the the staffing is not nearly at 100% there. We're not at 100% behind the bar. And in many states, we can't still sit at the bar. And Mm -hmm. so we have the caterers that are competing with the restaurant owners. We have mm-hmm. hotels that are competing with restaurants and caterers. Mm-hmm. And so all these people are competing for the same workforce mm-hmm. for their events mm-hmm. or for just everyday operations. Right. We need to keep that in mind, but there was over 45% of the hospitality industry was laid off during COVID. And so just trying mm-hmm. to find that workforce again, if they are mm-hmm. still unemployed or if they found new work. So it's the training involved in all of that. It's getting people up to par with whatever organization and those people that maybe aren't mm-hmm. taking on a third job or maybe teachers or somebody who has full-time employment that maybe was in the wedding industry for the summer. Maybe they're not doing that this year. Maybe mm-hmm. they want some time off after a hectic year right. themselves. So we're just seeing this right. huge shift right. and a hard time trying to find employees for like upcoming year. Yeah, I know. That's a really, really good point. So, you know, because of that, what do you suggest that couples and planners do if they uncover staff shortages with their vendors or their venues? Should they be asking certain questions even? Do you think of like of their vendors if they're concerned about this or what do you suggest? I think everyone's going to be really positive about what their mm-hmm. actual experience is going to be. And so they're going to want to put everyone at ease. They're going to want to get all those contracts mm-hmm. and they're going to want to try to problem solve this. But mm-hmm. if you're working with a planner and a planner who already knows all these vendors, there chances mm-hmm. are they've probably already done an event with them uh, mm-hmm. since COVID restrictions have started to ease up. Mm-hmm. And so they know which ones are really suffering, which staff shortages or which ones are kind of already undercutting a lot of those promises. Right. And so they mm-hmm. are able to be your biggest advocate and saying, no, mm-hmm. we need to add at least three more staff to this event because of the size mm-hmm. or because of what I've seen in the past, you know, or I mm-hmm. want these people as my team. So mm-hmm. I think that as long as you're working with people that are all, always working with these people day to day, your chances mm-hmm. of having a better event are exponentially better. <laughs> Yeah, no, I completely agree. Making sure you're asking those questions and then, and even just saying like, how did, 
how did your wedding go last week? Or how are you, how are your events going? You know, and you can kind of understand how also, they're feeling. Oh, it was horrible. Or no, it was really great, you know. <laughs> how they're responding to that. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, is it super busy? <laughs> or you can just, you know, hop on their Instagram maybe. But yeah, no, I think that's a really, really good idea. Just like keeping tabs and then being able to ask those questions for sure is going to be helpful. Do you think that it's just something that – couples can't avoid or is this something that they can I mean I think you know at some point you can ask but is it something that they should just understand might be happening or what do you think I think it's just an understanding of that this is going to be happening mm-hmm. I think that eventually we will get a handle on this pretty quickly mm-hmm. because this is the events industry and just like you touched mm-hmm. on earlier we do have a plan A through Z for every event and mm-hmm. so even caterers venues and everyone else has those same plans in place. What happens Mm -hmm. if? And so I think as long as couples are just kind of aware of the situation that we're kind of all under that stress already, but we want their day to be perfect no matter what, then I think that we can all kind of get to the same level and have a just a better understanding of what the event should really be like. At the same time, the CDC is changing everything so rapidly, so are states. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of hard to keep up with all of these changes as well. Because what about if during the summer, all of a sudden we go back under some tougher Mm -hmm. restrictions? And so that means that we have to start cutting guest list again. And so it's just kind of like Mm -hmm. an ebb and flow. So we all have to be really flexible. Right. Yeah, I know. Flexibility. And I I know people are probably tired of hearing about it, but I feel like it's just something that we just have to be okay with at this point. And, you know, if, if you really want to have your wedding this year and there's, you know, specific things that you want out of it. I think just knowing that you need to be flexible and letting your day unfold and letting it be what it what it's meant to be and being okay with it. Hopefully you can embrace it for how wonderful it is. And then just letting some other things just go because you're getting married and yay. But it's, you know, it's still a challenging time yeah. um, for a lot of people for sure. Okay. So you mentioned that, you know, and I'm so excited to hear about this, that there's, you know, technology that couples and planners can use to help them overcome staffing shortages. Can you tell me some more about that? I'm not, I don't know if I'm super familiar with it, but I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, absolutely. So my tech platform, because I've been in events and know my way around events, I created a platform that helps planners plan more efficiently. Mm-hmm. And so by having less staff at these events, we all need to be a lot more efficient with everything that we're doing. And so my platform actually manages all the details on one platform. So this is the vendor contracts and invoicing is Mm -hmm. all on there. There's an app, design board, checklist, floor plan, tagging features and a timeline so that you're sending vendors and venues specifically what they need Mm -hmm. instead of sending them everything. Then obviously the budget is very important this year. Mm -hmm. And so this gives you a budget at a glance when all the payments are due and what all the day-to-day things that you need to check off those lists. And so That's I think awesome. it's a great platform. It keeps yeah. everyone in the know of what they need to, but they need to know. Awesome. And then, so the name is Oro. How yeah, should people, good. if they're looking for it, what's it, what, what, what are they Googling? So it's oroplanner.com. Mm-hmm. So Oro awesome. is gold in Spanish. And oh. so it's the gold standard in event planning. Oh my God. I love it. So is it something that they can use on the day of the wedding too? Is it more for leading up and planning? No, you can definitely use it the day of the wedding. So mm-hmm. you, for the planners out there, they can mm-hmm. share it with their day of staff as well. And so they can awesome. do everything on their app. 
So everyone has a phone these days. You can mm-hmm. download it on the App Store um, or mm-hmm. on the Google Play. And so you can manage the timeline from your phone, which is really exciting. So I'm trying to get everyone to ditch the binder. <laughs> I know. I know. They're so cumbersome. Oh, that is so <laughs> awesome. This was so helpful. Is there anything else that you th- we should touch on that we haven't before we start to wrap up the conversation? I just think it's important that everyone remembers that now that we've been living in this digital age for the last year, you know, mm-hmm. with the Zoom calls and everything else, that we don't want to forget about technology with the weddings. I know that weddings are traditionally mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. the technology pieces, but we still just need to remember that technology needs to be a part of our wedding day, mm-hmm. no matter what, just mm-hmm. after exiting 2020. So I think that right. it's just important to touch on. <laughs> Right. Definitely like something to help you streamline because, and then do your job more efficiently, I think is super, super helpful for sure. Absolutely. Awesome. So before we go, you know, I love asking my guests this question because I feel like you guys are the experts in the field. Um, If you could give our listeners one piece of advice that's either surprising or a detail that they might not be thinking about, what would it be? So I know everyone wants to try to cut corners with their wedding in some aspect, Um, but I'm going to say, please never do it with food and beverage. (laughs) I have heard horror stories already of this year where they have a 300-person wedding and they only have a one-sided bar. Now, I can tell you that no caterer would ever recommend this. And so that is definitely from Mm -hmm. a client's perspective, just trying to cut on costs. And yes, Mm -hmm. your guests are still being fed, but let's try to remember the guest experience with all of this too. And make sure that you have the correct number of bars too for how many people you have. Because you want to make sure everyone one is eating and well-fed or drinking as well, just because you want them all to remember your wedding and have a great experience. So while it is your wedding and it is your day, remember your guests too. (laughs) Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. I feel like there's definitely some places you don't want to trim on. And then the food and beverage is for sure something that people always will remember, especially if it's bad. Absolutely. Um, and then and then the lines, people do not like the lines or waiting. And if, you know, with, with weddings, you have everyone, they leave the ceremony, they all go to the reception at the same time. So you can't, you know, if, if it's more like on a flow basis, you can have fewer. But, or if, you're, mm-hmm. if your crowd is are, he- are heavy drinkers, then you definitely don't want to have a line at the bar because it's just the worst thing ever. <laughs> people don't enjoy it, for sure. Yeah, because you're about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like people will remember about that. They'll probably forget some other things, but they're gonna they're gonna remember that they had to wait forever in the in the line at the bar. Awesome. (laughs) This was so 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 great, Catherine. This was so informative. You know, before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you one last question that I ask all of our guests because I really believe that life's too short to waste it on moments without meaning or that give us joy. So, what moments give you the most joy or are the most meaningful to you? So I have a 15-month-old nephew, and I got to spend a lot of time with him during COVID, but I was actually just babysitting him over the weekend, and I just can't get enough of that little kid. So I love FaceTimes and everything else, Mm -hmm. but man, my nephew just lights up my world. (laughs) Oh, that is so sweet. I know. Children, they just have such innocence about them, and then it's just like how they discover their world is just so amazing, and you're like, oh, that's just so that's just so cool just seeing how their minds work. Oh, I love that. Being a wedding was, planner, you don't know, like, oh, I know you're only 15 months, but who are you going to marry? What's it gonna look like? <laughs> right, I <know. laughs> exactly. I know. It's like no pressure, but I know some people. So <laughs> awesome. It was so lovely chatting with you, Catherine. I really appreciate your time. Uh, before we go, can you let our listeners know where to find you online? 
Absolutely. So our website is oralplanner.com, but we're also on LinkedIn and Instagram. But thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun. Yeah. Thank you so much. And is it on Instagram? Is it oralplanner also? It is Oral Planner, yes. All right, perfect. Perfect. We will make sure to link to this in our episode show notes, which will be at verveventcode.com backslash 33. Thank you again, Catherine, for joining us. I'm so excited for this episode. I think this is going to be really helpful and it's going to help open up people's eyes to what is possible, but then also being realistic about what is currently happening in, in the industry. So thank you. No, thank you. Guys, wasn't Catherine amazing? Now, I know I'm a wedding planner and she's a former wedding planner, but I completely agree with her on working with a planner to help you navigate this crazy time of shortages. I've had to find linens for my couples because the ones we reserved and paid for were no longer available. I've had to find extra hotel rooms out of nowhere and even locate chairs for a couple because all the ones that they wanted were out of stock. This is just a crazy time and Catherine's tips about being flexible and working with professionals were spot on. So I hope you come back to the show notes at verveventco.com backslash 33 to make sure you get all of the tips and you're super prepared for this upcoming wedding season and 2022. Also, if you are planning a wedding for 2021 or 2022 and you need extra help figuring out what tasks to prioritize first, second, and third, make sure you check out my ultimate wedding planning checklist in my resource shop. It will keep you so organized so that you can conquer that to-do list and get ahead of couples that don't have their ish together. 2021 and 2022 are going to be super busy, so you want to make sure you're out there in front and you don't have to deal with these shortages and low inventory like other couples. You can grab that at my uh, resource shop at shop.verveventco.com. And that is it for today's episode, guys. If you got value from today's episode, I would love it so much if you left a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Reviews are so helpful and crucial to us podcasters and help other couples find the show. Again, thank you guys so much for listening and for being here. I really appreciate you. That is it. I will talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to Ask the Planner. To make sure you enjoy planning your heirloom occasion, visit asktheplannerpodcast.com where you'll find show notes and ways to connect with me. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe and please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so other couples can find the show and plan their flawless wedding just like you. 